Are you struggling to regain sustainability in your life and create a positive life stance? If so, listen in as courageous women share their empowering struggle of how they came through the trenches to restart and recreate a victorious life worth living. They took their power back, learn the secrets of how they did it, and you can too. Welcome to the Real Heart Talk podcast and 360 Network for Women. And here's your host, Pamela Duran. Welcome, Real Heart Talk listeners. We have Carrie Moore with Carrie Moore International. She is a performance mindset coach. She's based out of Miami, and she is a leader in her industry. And on a personal note, she has been my coach, and I am so happy to have come across your path six years ago. I feel like it's been six years ago at a What Women Want event. So tell us more about you, Carrie, and welcome to the show, Real Heart Talk. Well, first, thank you so much, Pamela. I am so happy to be here and to be on your podcast. And I, first of all, so appreciate you. And it's been fantastic being on the journey with you and watching your growth and your change and I love your hustle and I and I love how you have made it through struggle as well. So it's both the effort and the ease that brings us all together. And uh, you are so dear to me as a friend, uh, a client and, you know, a sister, a sister in this community. So first of all, I have to recognize you there um, and honor you for that. Thank you. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, me, well, first of all, I'm based in Miami, Florida. Uh, I have lived in several different parts of the United States, and I've been an adventurist, um, definitely. So previous to this, I was in New York. Prior to that, seven years in San Francisco. Before that, Chicago. I am a girl from the Midwest. I'm pretty proud of that. <laughs> Midwest is the best, in case anybody forgot that. Um, and since I've lived on both, co both coasts, I can say that with some authority. Uh, but, you know, I, I've had an evolution of transformation. I know what it means to change your identity. Uh, I know what it means to really leverage mindset uh, to change the trajectory of your life um, and to really go after impact and return in every way possible. And so that's really the accumulation of where I am today. I spent more than 20 years in the corporate banking and capital markets. Uh, I worked for a European corporate. I worked uh, for a couple of really large banks I've ran industry verticals, I ran geographies, I've raised capital on every continent with the exception of Africa. Um, although I've done business with a lot of South Africans, so I can kind of claim the continent in a different way. Uh, yeah, I've been absolutely a hardcore capitalist where I've been at the intersection where capital, really smart people and opportunity create great things. And so I still believe that um, today. So here I am talking about what it means to build your next version of you and the next version of your reality. Wow. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, whoa, 
You're a <laughs> continental money guru capitalist. I love that. <laughs> well, you know, you're let's just let's dive in, right? Because like when I first came out and built out my practice seven years ago, I used to tell people your vibe is your currency. And so I came from the standpoint of that I used to, I was a legacy currency trader. And then I was in the bond market, I've been in the equity market, I've kind of like tripped each of the markets. But your vibe is your currency, right? Like you are capital. And so I believe in three forms of capital. The first being human capital, which is, I think, your greatest asset as a leader. You yourself is human capital. How you manage that in your business or your life really matters. Second, financial capital. Absolutely, use of capital in business matters. And then that third piece, which honestly is how you 10x anything, is relationship capital. So as C-suite members or corporate executives, I work with both founders and executives, how well you manage those three Cs will define your reality, define your outcome. And so teaching people some of those basic fundamentals matter before we get into human design. Thank you for sharing that. I know that that is a tidbit and just a teeny bit of what you actually teach, but we're not here to talk about what you teach today. We're here to talk about you and your struggles to get there. I mean, you didn't just get there. You've been through a lot and we want to hear what is the one of the biggest struggles in your life that you had to overcome to really rebuild and create, take your power back to create that life stance that you share so openly and in your program with with everyone. Well, thank you. I, you know, I, I think like all of us, we're on this journey. And so we have um when we're not listening to our soul, I think the soul prompts us several times. So I'll talk about one big event, but I'm gonna be honest, like the whisper became the roar. Uh and I think when it comes to if for any of you that have had health issues. Uh, in response to the life that you've created or built, you know that your body was talking to you a long time before it actually really got your attention. And so when I moved to New York, um, coming off of San Francisco, I had had two different sinus surgeries. I've, I spent a good 17, 18 years of my career on an airplane. Some, and most times I was on an airplane every week. And so I booked a lot of miles and the, the belief was that I, after having repetitive sinus infections, that I had scar tissue and they needed to work on it. I had my first surgery, which they said didn't work. So my second surgery was more evasive. And so I'm living in New York. I'm absolutely living the New York lifestyle. And all of a sudden I just started feeling very run down and I lost a ton of weight. Um, Pamela, you know what I look like if you can imagine me being 19 pounds less. And so I got to a place to where I was very emaciated. I couldn't hold food down and we were in search of trying to figure out what was wrong with me. And they believed that I was just run down. Um, well, eventually one day that didn't make sense anymore when I couldn't really even walk up steps. Um, and after the prior year, I was a marathon runner and triathlete. And the year prior to this issue, I had ran 17 races um, in California. And so wow. one of them was a half Ironman. So, you know, I, I was an athlete and the fact that I couldn't walk upstairs living in New York was kind of scary. And so eventually one day I got up and 
Sincerely, Pamela, I looked in the mirror. I had that yellow green jaundice look. Um, this is like the week after Thanksgiving. And in my silly little mind, I thought, you know what? I need to go to the doctor again. I'm probably going to, I'm probably going to have to take a couple of days off work, <laughs> which is crazy, right? Like your body's breaking down and you think you just need to take a couple of days off and work from home. And what spiraled out that day was so much grace in terms of serendipity and, and how I ended up being aligned to going to this um, inner city clinic in New York that was tied to Columbia Presbyterian. But the net effect was I'm going through every 200 feet of the situation. And my uh, assistant was with me, Carol, and I'm experiencing all of this divine intervention. And I knew that something greater than me was with me in at the time. So eventually by that evening when the doctor is telling me that um, if I get through the day without a cardi uh, without a heart attack or stroke, I'm going to be lucky. And he says, you know, we believe that you have cancer at the time. He said, we're not sure if it's pancreatic or something else. We'll have that answered in a couple of hours. Call your family, bring them in. This is serious. Um, within a couple hours later, they called and said, we believe you have leukemia uh, and you appear to have less than a pint of bloody blood in your body uh, and get to the emergency room. And so Pamela, this is where my journey began on that crazy moment where you're living this very intense lifestyle. I'm living in New York. I'm wor I'm working in Midtown. I, I'm a corporate executive. I'm running a division globally. Um, at that time, I was running energy and power globally on a first call to ExxonMobil, ConocoPhillips, BP. These are my clients. And I'm running an entire division of business. And within 30 to 60 seconds, with that information, as I'm entering the hospital, I'm realizing that my life was going to be dramatically fast um, changing. Yeah, let me pause there. Wow, that that is a lot. I can't even imagine them giving you all those options. I mean, first cancer, then leukemia, which I know that is a form of cancer as well. But then only a half a pint of blood or half of your blood is gone. You just, you know, and then you could just have a heart attack or a stroke at any moment. So I can't even imagine what you're thinking in your mind, but being in corporate, and we see this with women all the time. I'm, I'm a prime, prime example as well. We think we've got to do the job and we don't take care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And this is a prime example of how important self-care is. You have got to listen to those signs that your body is telling you. Yeah. Well, you know, like I talk about human performance and I've studied it from, you know, I have a master's in org development, a minor in psychology, sociology. I've looked at it from, you know, literally sports performance and then, you know, brain design. But the, the incredible thing is on one side, yes, we're ignoring our body and our body will do everything it can to keep you going. 
And secondarily, um, the body is so resilient. So yes, I had less than, I had a half a pint of blood left in my body. So I was truly a miracle that I was alive. And ultimately they did a, an entire case study on me because I came out of this entire situation where I was two months on disability and had to learn how to like really get my energy back. And it was a year of recovery for me. But, you know, to understand that I didn't have any bone damage, which was incredible. I didn't have any cognitive damage. Uh, nothing impacted my body. So it was a miracle. They believe the reason why I stayed alive at the level that I was is because I previously was an athlete. And so my resiliency is what kept me going. I think the will to live and then I would say, lastly, I think that I had a sole purpose that was absolutely saying, we're going to get through this and get on the other side of this. And it was definitely for anybody who's had a near death experience. It is absolutely those kind of situations where you're like, huh, I need to really start living a better life. Um, and I think it's in that understanding, you start realizing I've built a life that I actually don't like. Um, I got to a point where I realized, oh my God, I remember one day saying to a girlfriend, Pamela, oh my God, I hate my life. <laughs> and, and this was after I went to, of course, you know, you find self-development and all this. I went to a Tony Robbins, uh, event, uh, oh, yeah. Someone, yeah, someone on my team, uh, was going through this terrible divorce and she serendipitously asked, asked me, would I go to this? Tony Robbins event in New Jersey, a UPW. And I'm like, I'm, you know, supportive friend. And this is someone on my team. So she's a coworker. And Pamela, I went to this event and, you know, the three days in, I'm just sort of like having all these epiphanies where I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. And I'm realizing that a lot of things needed to change um, for me to, to live a different um, purpose and a different existence. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a year after your recovery that you went to the Tony Robbins event. <laughs> yes, I got into, <laughs> I drank the Kool-Aid. I went on the deep end. What was so funny is the person who I went with and she had a couple of her daughters there. I'm literally like when they call to sign up for the next level, Pamela, I'm in line and I didn't tell them that I was signing up. And I remember at one point, you know, here we're in this big auditorium in New Jersey and and the steps are there and I'm standing in line. And at one point I make eye contact with this woman and her eyes were like, <laughs> oh my God. And, you know, it was within an hour of that when I first met, you know, Tony for the first time, um, you know, standing in that line and signing up and getting a picture. And, and there started the, there started the, the path of um, personal development, probably in a real intentional way. <laughs> That's wonderful. So how long ago was that? That's 2013. It's 10 years okay. ago. Oh, it's, 10, it's, it's 10 years ago. Well, literally, um, yeah, we're about six weeks away from that anniversary. That's wonderful. So when you were going through all this, I know you were talking about your soul experience. 
um, did you pray when you were in there? The reason I asked, I just heard this uh, minister talk about the soul and the soul is made up of your mind, your will. And we need that will, the will of God. And the will of God is for us to live that abundant life. And also it's made up of your emotions, which we have to keep checked of. We know. So it's, is that, uh, were you praying? Were you just meditating? What I don't, in that path of my life, I wouldn't have said that I was um, uber spiritual, Pamela. Um, like I was very present. Like when I, when I got up that morning and I went to work, um, I had a, like um, some real estate that I was selling. And so like my, my whole thought was I need to go to the doctor and quit working, but I've got this closing on some property that's happening. So I'm like, literally, I was supposed to be getting on an airplane. And so I'm literally, all I'm doing is like making silly decisions. I'm not realizing how, how serious this is. And so I'm going to work, I'm signing a power of attorney, and then I'm inputting in detail into a spreadsheet for people's bonus dollars. This is where my brain is. I'm not like, whatever. I get up and I go to the bathroom and I look in the mirror and I literally, I heard my own voice say in my head, you are dying. Mm. And in reality, I was. And so, you know, when you asked me what I was, it just became very quiet, like ridiculously quiet and calm. And I went back to my office and I told my assistant and it's so, you know, Pamela, it's so interesting talking about this because Carol, my assistant died during the pandemic. She lived in New York and she died of COVID. And so it's, it's incredible to be telling the story about someone who walked this graveyard path with me and I made it through it. And then I'm, you know, heartbroken. She didn't make it through hers, but I'll just tell you the first, I had these moments where I knew that something greater than me was with me. And I was sitting in my office and I was just trying to digest the fact that I needed to literally turn over all my responsibilities to someone else. And my assistant was calling everywhere, trying to find an open spot for me. And Pamela, my phone rings and a voice says, is this Carrie Moore? And I said, yes, it is. And they said, are you looking for an appointment to see a doctor? And I said, yes, I am. And they said, can you be at this location in 45 minutes? And it was literally maybe six blocks away from, I, I worked in a very large building in Midtown. And I was like, yes, I can be there. And they said, okay, you have an appointment with Dr. So-and-so, click. And so I called Carolyn, my assistant. I was like, Carol, like, um, I just got this phone call and <laughs> I'm surprised you gave them my name and phone number to like call me. And I was just, it was just sort of this weird out of body experience. And Carol says, Carrie, I didn't give anybody your name or phone number. And so we go to the clinic, Pamela. And when I'm sitting there, the receptionist is adamant telling us that my name was already in the computer. And she's saying there's only one person who can make this person's um, schedule. He was a very important doctor at Columbia. And your name was already there. Um, her, his assistant did not speak to you this morning. And so then walks in that doctor. He does not know that I am his next patient. He's coming in with his coat on 
And he walks straight over to me and he looks at me and he says, I don't know who you are, but you're deathly ill. He said, do you know that? And I said, yes, I do. And he said, I'm going to help you. I didn't know he was the doctor who then would walk this next 24 hours with me. So Pamela, like by the time that I got to the hospital and I'm laying there on a gurney with my nurse praying for, not my nurse, my assistant praying for me, like that was the most solemn moments of my life, knowing that this is very serious. I'm at the point of death and I could just feel everything moving in the space that grace is, is holding me right now. Yes. Yes. I feel that too. I mean, that just is your steps are ordered. Our steps are ordered, you know, and that is such a uh, favor, a place of favor and grace. I, I really feel that for you. And mm -hmm. I'm so glad. I mean, it all came together. <laughs> you because you are an amazing person in this world a mega entrepreneur for women to follow I mean listen at you you're about dead and you're making business deals you're about dead and working on people's bonuses you're about dead and you know you're caring about everybody else but your own self so yeah I don't know that that's really good behavior to model but you know it, it just shows how we get into our obsessive compulsive really subconscious patterns and when we're sacrificing self, I loved what you were talking about in terms of the alignment. Um, you know, it's a fantastic book, Seed of the Soul by Gary Zukoff. And if anyone's read it, you know, Oprah Winfrey interviewed him more than 30 years ago. And it's, it's a remarkable book. If you don't want to read the book, you can literally go on YouTube and you can see the original interview, which is kind of fun to see Oprah you know, 32, 33 years ago, um, very different uh, version of her. But Gary talks about, we have this alignment that is real, true power. And it is the soul. It is the soul aligned to source. So source is whatever you believe is source, God, Jesus, Buddha, you name it. And then the third piece is life force, which is love. And when the seat of the soul has those three things aligned, we have limitless power. And it's, I think it's incredible in the life journey. And Pamela, you and I have talked about a lot of life events between us. We have multiple moments where we start realizing everything that we have stacked on top of that trifecta and what it takes and how divine intervention happens. And it just knocks the block over, knocks the block over until you're really naked. You are totally there, transparent, and you're in your full truth. And now it's, what are you going to do from here? Yeah? Yes. I mean, definitely divine intervention for you. Yeah. Definitely divine intervention. And I love that. And I love that you talked about the seed of the soul because I am actually doing a conference. So grow, restore and transform because we are seeds. Every seed is meant to provide a harvest and to grow and transform. So why wouldn't we, why wouldn't we be a 
a more better us in the future than we are now or when we were back then. So, you know, we all evolve and grow and we all have a purpose and a mission. And I'm so happy that you came through that. And mm-hmm. you, so you came through it and you came out and you quit your energy company. What happened? I know you went to Tony Robbins. Did you start implementing everything he told you? <laughs> I'm kind of like an all-in kind of person. So like when I dive in, I dive deep. Um, And so, yes, absolutely. I dove pretty deep inside of um, personal development and self-discovery. And from the Tony Robbins world to energy in terms of, you know, network systems, chiropractors. And so from Dr. John Amaral to Dr. Donnie Epstein to like, those are really well-known names um, that you can find out on television, Goop, you name it. Like the Tony Robbins world opened up an entire path of healers for me. And then on top of that, it opened up my ability. I'd already traveled a lot in the world. I've traveled to more than 40 countries now. But in that journey, now I'm like discovering ashrams and I'm going to India. I've literally had four different um, trips to a particular ashram group uh, in India. And I'm beginning to understand what transformation is, what the soul is, what is enlightenment uh, and what is really happening there. And then it opened up Dr. Joe Dispenza. I've done you know all of the work there. And then I dove into Stephen Kotler's work in terms of what does it mean, what we understand in terms of quantum physics. And so all of that has allowed me here today to have a multidiscipline approach and that we are incredible design of intelligence systems. I'm from a multi-generation engineering family. So I, I, I give a lot in terms of structure uh, and creation. And so I, I can see it from any angle. And I think that makes me much more universal in working with people because I don't need for our religious views to be the same. And sometimes that gets in the way for, for certain people. But like my viewpoint is we have this incredible design, we come into physical form, we're intended to have this perpetual state of growth and joy and love, and that we are perfectly loved. Mm -hmm. That's different than being perfect. We are perfectly loved because love is life force. That's everything we are. We are life force, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. So you were talking about the path of healers. So they said you had leukemia or cancer. I mean, were they wrong? Did you get healed on this path of healing or what was the outcome? I I do have a, um, so like four days into the journey, the hematologist comes running in the room and like, I'm in really, really uh, tough situation. I feel horrible. And you know how, when you're in the ICU and all these things are happening and he's like, Carrie, you don't have leukemia. And I'm like, okay, you do have a blood disease. And so, and then he ran back out of the room. So Pamela, that was like a weird kind of cliffhanger moment where I'm like, oh my God. So you got to develop a sense of humor in all of this. But I've had continual challenges around autoimmune. And so I'll still just go back to the mind and how we create reality. And so 
And for me, like what I needed to work on, which was the self-discovery and autoimmunes are when your body is attacking itself. And so I stopped processing proteins for food. Proteins feed bone marrow and bone marrow is what triggers blood creation. And so that was a simple tripwire. The source of the perfect storm for me, what they believe is um, it comes from your gut. This is why gut health matters, but I had a lot of stored energy and I candidly had a lot of self-hate. Um, my childhood patterns and my childhood experiences um, were trauma-based and I stored that trauma. I gave a really unhealthy meaning to those circumstances. And all of that was just burrowed inside of me. So the self journey of forgiving, finding love, finding divine power, finding a belief in a source greater than yourself. So for me, I had to rediscover and reform a belief that there was a God. And that's just be, me being really vulnerable about my path and getting on the other side of that and saying, I have a soul, I have source, and I believe in love, and I believe that I'm worthy of love. And that has changed my life completely. Yeah. Wow. You know, I think as I hear other people's stories, you know, it even my own story, you know, we're still <laughs> evolving, but it just like takes so long. It's, I remember it wasn't too long ago. Um, it was before my dad passed away, but you know, when I was little, don't step on the carpet with your wet feet after you get out of the shower. You know, it took me, what, 44 years to get over that. Step on the wet carpet. I'm like, I'm stepping on the carpet with my wet feet. <laughs> I mean, you know, so many people go, I mean, I know that's a silly thing, but so many people go through all that, just carrying it, carrying it and heartburning it deeper, 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 you know, and then you have to get professional development or a life mentor to come and help you bring all that to light uncovered peel back all the layers you know the onion we're all like onions just peel back all the shame the guilt the regret or whatever you know is there the unforgiveness you know and see the true beauty you know the true beautiful you so I'm so happy you came through that so now you just you do you have to monitor your blood or do you have an autoimmune Disorder yeah, or yeah, I have to. Um, it's kind of like being. It's kind of a little bit like being diabetic. It's a little different. Um, I give myself um, intramuscular uh, shots of B12, and I have to artificially kind of synthesize um, the balance of proteins. And so, blood work for me is really important, and I have monitored that really well. I do live with the belief that these things can be healed. Uh, autoimmunes right now, just if people know, like we have more autoimmunes than we do actually have heart disease in the United States. And mm -hmm. so our lifestyle and our way that we manage stress and where we store energy information, which becomes this dissonant energy in the field, we know we're creating this ease that then creates disease. And so I live from a premise and a lot of my focus around biohacking and biotech um, opportunities as either an investor or fueling this space is A, my belief that we can self-heal, B, that we can absolutely find solutions to these challenges. 
And so I participate a lot in terms of why Joe Dispenza's work, meditation, mindfulness. This changes the chemical composition of the body. We all need to know the amygdala is our pharmacy and our thoughts produce the chemicals. We are creating these chemical equations. We then become addicts of them and they're stored in our subconscious patterns. And so thank you, God, we have a dashboard to this system of intelligence and we can unwind the cray cray and we can heal ourselves. And it just takes a commitment of understanding I can lower my heart rate, I can lower my brain waves, I can think better thoughts, and I can build a better machine. Uh, and so that piece, Pamela, is a lot of what I really love talking about and teaching in my work, um, because again, it's indifferent to religious or spiritual views. This is core human design. Mm -hmm. Yes, I love that. Rebuild stronger, better, like a six million dollar man. I know I'm dating myself, but I think no, that's no, no, but it's true. Like we, we all are, I mean, we are we are incredible, we are incredible. Like if we look at what we're intended to fully be, and we realize we all have governors on us, and those governors eventually actually cause harm. So when you take the harness off and you fully align and you sit on that trifecta of soul source and life force, love, and you don't operate from a place of fear, but you operate in this present moment. Pamela, there's, there's an incredible amount of things that we can and we will be doing in this current consciousness shift that we're going through right now. Yes. And people need to step into that and not have the fear because fear is temporary. You know, it's going to pass because we are strong and we are powerful. I am a Christian. I do believe in the healing power of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is inside of me and part of my soul. And just like when it aligns with my mind and my will of God and the love that I do have, you know, for other people. You're right. We are limitless. And I love the book by uh, Louise Hay. You can heal yourself. I've, I've got that. I've read it. And I also love Dr. Joe Dispenza. It is amazing how he healed himself. You know, it is your mind and your thoughts and the power of positive thinking. I've, I'm like, I need to get Dr. I have the book. I've, I'm reading it. And it's got so many frameworks in there. And I'm like, wow. You know, is Ed Milet and Tony Robbins, and are they re just redoing what, you know, Dr. Norman Vincent Field did, you know, and I'm like, I need to write this for women, you know, redo a power of positive thinking, you know, for the woman entrepreneur or just the woman period in life, because I think we're all entrepreneurs in spirit and at heart, even if you don't have your own business, because we are all creators. And I also love the book, We Are Made to Create. We were born to create. No, we're made to create. And it's all about us being a, a creator, you know, of um, anything. I am a creative. I'm an invention. I am an inventor and an enablement person. So I support people and I love to create and invent things. And I have so many ideas all the time. But I am glad that you shared your journey about your autoimmune disease or event I mean it sounds like you were reborn you know but you came back to life I mean literally and we're so happy that that you made it through that I think a few times I've been reborn 
Oh gosh. So many different things. But yes, like I think we're given a lot of chances um, to really live our life purpose. And so um, I just, I would just want to encourage your audience that whatever is happening that either makes sense or doesn't make sense. First, I'd want to tell you that everything is neutral. If you can, just from a mindset perspective, you can begin just training your thoughts and how you respond to your thoughts. What is it if everything is neutral versus being either impulse-driven, reactionary, or responding? And so if we understand at a conscious level, we really are formless. Everything's neutral. I'm in an environment where everything is just supposed to grow from life force, which is love. Okay, those are, I'm making scientific statements right now. And so if we understand that's the grid we're inside of, then the little itty bitty shitty committee, if it's okay, I say that, sorry, forgive me a thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> I anyone, but like that little committee upstairs that is like producing the chemicals and the bad thoughts and the subconscious patterns it's a flipping lie like don't die with the lie like marry the truth like figure out what the truth is and commit to it is what i'm saying make a decision this is my truth i'm going to live it not someday, but now, from this power of presence of now. Eckhart Tolle's always talking about all we have is now, now. Now I am enough. Now I'm always will be enough. Now I am perfectly loved. Now I am a creator, not just when I feel about it. I love when people say, oh, I'm gonna manifest that. And I always say, darling, you are manifesting all day long. <laughs> so like, you want to intentionally create, that's something different. That's about alignment. Mm -hmm. But we are constantly creating our reality. We are formless. We are amazing. We are beyond measure. And we're here to create something that we can fully enjoy in 100% physicality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. So our listeners out there who are women entrepreneurs who are not taking any time for yourself. <laughs> you need some self-care. <laughs> Just stop and smell the roses. <laughs> yes, you need to change. <laughs> oh, I love sure. it. Yeah, I appreciate it. And I, I appreciate you being here. And I know you've got a new program coming up. So I would love you to tell us about it and also where people can reach you. Yes, yes. Um, so I'm super excited. I, I, you know, I spent a lot of time in the tech world. And so sprints, sprints are like what define like fast action, movement and change. Pamela, you, you know what I'm talking about. You're in technology. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to create a way like so many people say, I want to work with you, but I don't have time. Um, I want to work with you, but I can't afford it. Or like there's there's a storytelling and I'm not saying those aren't legitimate statements, but I wanted to create a sprint around mindset and identity creation. I wanted to show people in six weeks, you can absolutely change your entire life and your reality if you actually follow the aligned path of what this human design is. 
And so that's the goal on October 10th to kick off that program, to step into a group program that will run six weeks. And so I really encourage your listeners, like don't overthink it, just step in. You have the link to get on my calendar and to have a call. Um, I always say to people, please don't let money get in the way of your transformation. Like to women, I always wanna say, negotiate, like negotiate your terms. Like I'm, I'm here to be in service of the work. I want people coming on the other side of it, not only transformed, meaning have a goal. For me, I'm about quantitative goals. And so we'll get clear on what we're going to create as an outcome, but you're walking away with a toolbox, with a design dashboard that now that cumulative value that will come from the six weeks of working together, where now you'll, you'll get up in the morning and you realize I'm in 100% control of my outcome. And anywhere that I think that I'm not, I'm focused on the outside, not the inner model. And so finding me, you have my link. My website is carrymore.com. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on Instagram, although I'm not a big social media person. Um, and then, you know, get on my calendar and step in. I can promise you, you will leave with something of value, something that will have meaningful impact in your life and how you look at time, how you look at your schedule, how you manage stress how you create proactively, and what is the vision of your life. Yeah. I love it. Okay, I'll get that all up on the show notes. So, excuse me, they'll have the link for your Calendly link and also your website. I appreciate you so much being here today. And if all of our listeners out there, it is very important for you to listen to your body, listen to yourself. Don't just keep ignoring those little nudges in your back or your side or your breast or your heart, you know, go to the doctor, get it checked out. I know, I don't know if you know, Jesse Lee, but she just passed away and she was, um, a client of Edma Letts, and she was only 34. I don't know why this has hit me so hard, but she ignored those signs. And then when she went, you know, it was too late and they only gave her like six months to live and she didn't even make it that long. But to see such a young, vibrant life, you know, taken, it just seems way too soon. It, it's important for us to go. I'm so glad you went, Carrie, and paid attention yeah. to yourself. Yeah, I saw, I saw, um, I saw Ed's, um, I saw that video over the weekend and it's, it's deeply moving. And for anyone that's had a life moment, if you haven't, unfortunately, you probably will somewhere. We seem to, the way that we're culturally living right now, we're, we're having more and more health issues. And so you're absolutely true. My intuition was going off. And so, you know, if we look at ourselves in human design, our five senses orient us to our physical world. But we have more than just the five senses. We're multi-sensory beings. That means we have intuition. It means we connect with energy, vibration, frequency, um, magnetic effect, electromagnetic, like that's multi-sensory. That's really what we are in the greater design. And when we're on that path, just think of all the things that are muting that connectivity that only make us sick. And so I think for those of us like you and me, Pamela, that have had the life scares, 
We've got to be that voice and say, listen, yes. soul is talking. Mm. It's first like a lamb, then it's a lion. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much, Carrie, for being here today. I really appreciate you and love you and I support you and I'm just cheering you on all the time. Uh, I love you, Pamela. You're <laughs> You are so dear to me, as you know, and thank you for this. I just, I really enjoyed the space and uh, I love your work, your music and your focus and you are a lover of people. And so it is super easy to be in your space. So thank you. <laughs> yes, you're so welcome. And thank you all Real Heart Talk listeners for being on the show today and for listening and stay tuned for our next episode. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today on the 360 Network for Women and Real Heart Talk podcast. We're so happy you could join and hope you stay tuned for the next episode.